0: Welcome to episode 80 of Mothering Anxiety. Today's episode is Healing Your Inner Child, part one. So before I get started, I do have to give some sort of disclosure. Um, I am not a therapist or licensed by any means. I am (laughs) simply just a stay-at-home mom who is on a self-healing journey um, from all of my childhood trauma, from my anxiety, from my depression, from everything. I'm just trying to better myself. Um, And as I am continuing this healing journey, I am learning more and more things about it and also about myself. The concept of the inner child is something brand new. It is something that I um, learned off of TikTok, (laughs) to be honest. Um, You know how the algorithm just like follows... um, I don't know. It it like stalks you (laughs) in a way. Um, So all these videos about inner child and inner child healing started coming up on my For You page. And this is how I learned about inner child and inner child work and inner child healing. Now I'm going to try and explain this as best as I can, um, but I am not um I don't think I'm the best person for this but um if you've already if you're already familiar with the concept of inner child healing hopefully this episode will be somewhat beneficial if not um I will be putting two articles that I found on inner child um just the concept of inner child and and ways to connect with your inner child um at the bottom of the show notes um so you guys can see those two articles, maybe that can help uh, explain this whole concept a little bit better. Uh, But hopefully I can do it justice because this is something that I think is very important for those of us on this self-healing journey to understand. So when I think of the word inner child, I think of a child inside. Um, I truly believe that I am trapped in my 12, 13 year old mindset. Um, Because this or those were the years that I feel that I started to understand what was going on. um, And just kind of understand the severity of my trauma. And that was kind of when everything uh, spiraled for me. And it was when I started to realize that things just were not right and that things were not normal. Um, and I, I truly sometimes feel that I am stuck in that mindset, right? Like, yes, I am now a 31-year-old adult, um, but there are some days where I'm just like confused um, and not necessarily confused, but there are some times where I just can't grasp like the concept that I am an adult, that I um have responsibilities, that I have a job to uphold, that I have, you know, like bills to pay, that I am a wife and that I am a mother and I have a child to take care of. Like there are some days and some moments where I'm just like, what? Like where did all this come from? How did all of this um. Happen right, and I, sometimes I still think of myself as like a kid. Um, you know, people will be talking about, um, I don't know, a fucking property taxes <laughs> or my husband, you know, we'll be talking about property taxes or just like taxes in general or politics or you know, whatever social economic crisis or whatever we're going through, and I'm just like listening and I'm just like, what. And for a really long time, I thought it was because I was dumb. Like, I I thought it was because, like, I'm just not smart, right? And maybe it's because I didn't pay attention in in school as much as I should have. Um, But I truly think it's because in some shape or form, because of all this trauma that happened during those age, uh, that my brain just kind of stopped developing a little bit. Now, don't get me wrong. Do I understand uh, property taxes and taxes and politics and everything else going on in the world? Yes, of course. I obviously, I understand it. Yes. But if someone were to have like a conversation with me, like if I'm not mentally prepared for it, I would literally have no idea. And I just tend to zone out and I'm just like, mm, no. <laughs> um, but I understand it. I'm not dumb. <laughs> and I I can understand. um, to be an adult right I've been surviving and thriving for the past um I don't know when did I turn to an adult 18 so however x amount of years that is um I have been surviving as an adult Um, I'm not saying that I am forever stuck in that 13 12 year old mentality it's just that sometimes some days I'm just like where did my life go (laughs) like what how did I even get here how did this even happen um I still feel like a little girl sometimes and who made me responsible for a husband and a, another human being. I truly hope that I'm not the only one who feels this way. Um, I've only, I've literally only said this to my husband, right? Like he'll be talking about something very adult-like <laughs> and I was just look at him and I'm like, I'm, I'm going back to my 12, 13 year old self and I have no idea what you just said right now. Um, and who, like, I remember the first time I told him, he was like, okay, well, that makes sense. And I'm just like, "Wow, are you calling me dumb? Are you like, what? <laughs> but um, I truly hope that I'm not the only one who feels this way. I don't even know if I'm truly explaining that correctly. Because um, I don't even know like what it is or how it is that's, that's going on. But there are some days where I just still feel like my, you know, like my preteen self. And somehow, I don't know how how I grew up. So now, what is an inner child? So an inner child is an individual's childlike aspect. And this is a semi-independent, subpersonality, subordinate to the waking conscious mind. Now, that definition would be according to Google. <laughs> um, for me, though, I think an inner child is the child left inside of us. I feel that like nobody truly grows up, right? I I think that the concept of like growing up is like a societal pressure sort of deal. And obviously, yes, you have to grow up and you have to get a job and do all those things, right? But I think that like mentally, um, there's just so much pressure to like stop being child right like even since like kids are really young it's kind of like stop crying like you know you can't cry your way out of jobs or or out of things you don't want to do right and I think that it's just like some sort of like societal pressure to just like grow up but I feel that we all all of us still deep inside have that child and that childlike mentality I think, though, uh, for many of us who have dealt with childhood trauma or um, just like trauma in in general, right, Um, I I think that our inner child carries all of that pain and all of that anger and, and fears and everything, and it's still inside of us. Now, according to this article that I found on Psychology Today, by uh steven diamond it says true adulthood is acknowledging accepting and taking responsibilities for loving and parenting one's own inner child so it's just this crazy concept that like you don't hit true adulthood until you take care of that inner child inside of you so like i'll go back to me for a second right where i still think that i'm a 12 13 year old girl sometimes um I don't think that I'm going to get over or like out of that mindset until I learn to cater to my 12 and 13 year old self, right? Until I heal that inner child. Um, I guess that would be more like healing my inner teenager, right? <laughs> and My inner child would be more of like younger me. Um, Do I remember things like bad when I was a little bit younger? Yes, I do. But I feel that for me the most like detrimental years were my middle school years. And that's kind of like where I started to wake up and I started to realize like, eh, something's not right. Something here is a little bit off. But again, I'm only 12 and I'm, like 13. Like I don't necessarily understand what it is or why it is that I am feeling this way. Um, so I don't think that I'm going to breach my... Fullest adult potential until I learn to cater and until I learn to help my 12 and 13 year old self, until I learn to reparent my inner child and I can help her feel secure, I can help her feel loved, and I can help her grow up. Now, how do I do that? Um, I don't know. This is why this is going to be a multiple part series because I'm still trying to figure all of this out. Again, this whole inner child concept is like brand new to me and I don't even think that I am at the point where I can clearly explain it to anyone, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this kind of helps someone. I did though find an article on Healthline um, written by I think it's Crystal Raypool, I may have that wrong. <laughs> um, but I, like again, I'm going to be um, adding these articles at the bottom of my show notes so you guys can take a look at them for yourselves. But um, it was titled, Finding and Getting to Know Your Inner Child. And these are a few ways that that article suggested. It was like, one, keep an open mind. Yeah, because this whole concept that there's still a little like you living inside of you subconsciously can get a little weird. There are people who are like, mm, no, I'm a fucking adult now. There's no child in me. But the more and more you read into this whole inner child and how most of the your adult problems come from not fixing your inner child and your triggers come from your inner child, it starts to make sense. So again, keeping an open mind um, to look to children for guidance. I can honestly say that a huge part of healing my inner child has come from me being with my daughter. Um, we will play, we will dance, we will hug, cuddle, kiss, we will watch movies um on the couch together we will cook together, we will go to the park um we will run around lately we've she's been getting really into gardening, so we will like garden together. Um, children live in the now, right? Children have no concept of past or future. They just live in the now. And all they care about is whatever's in front of them at that moment, right? Like, they're not worried about anything. They're not thinking about anything else. They are in that moment. And I think that we can truly learn a lot from kids, right? Because as adults, like, We're constantly thinking about the past or we're constantly worried about tomorrow, right? Tomorrow's not here, nor is tomorrow even promised. So if you have kids or maybe if you don't have kids, maybe you have little cousins or brothers or sisters or nieces or nephews or something, spend some time with them and really like play with them and really like be in the moment. Like don't have distractions of the TV in the background or like your phone or anything like that, like really be in the moment with them. It can truly be very therapeutic for your inner child. You just kind of go back to that. You just kind of go back to playing and being carefree and not having any worries in your life for like those few moments (laughs) that you are with the kids. Number three, revisit childhood memories. Um... This one is still a little bit tough for me because uh, I, you know, I'll think back of some some good childhood memories that I have. Not everything was horrible. Um, I think I will think of some and I still feel a little bit of pain, right? Because it's like, well, why couldn't it be like that all the time? Or it's also like, okay, these do these good memories outweigh the bad, right? Like, I, I'm still not at that place where I can just look at them and reminisce and like be okay with it like I'm still it still like feels like pins and needles sometimes some of those memories um number four is spending time doing things you used to enjoy uh I go to Disneyland a lot or at least I did we've kind of stopped going uh because gas prices are ridiculous and <laughs> my husband makes me drive the truck and he always says like if you're going to drive anywhere, like that gas is your responsibility. And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I think it costs me more to get to Disneyland than it does like us just spending like money on food over there. Right. So I'm very just like aware of how often I go nowadays. Um, but I remember as a child, we used to go to Disneyland a lot. We've been seasoned pass holders since I was I want to say like nine or ten right and we used to go all the time we used to go just like for the afternoon and literally do nothing but people watch and stuff and like those are good memories um and that's spending time doing things that I used to enjoy that kind of brings out the child in me right I think that's the whole point of Disney right that it like brings out the child in anyone really um and I just love seeing all of that magic through my daughter's eyes like she has the best time of her life I've been taking her by myself since she was like I think she was like nine months old right and we've had such fun times and I feel that every time we go some sort of like different magic (laughs) just kind of appears and and helps with like making my inner child feel good Number five, it says to talk to your inner child. I don't know if I've ever talked to my inner child. I think, <laughs> I think the whole concept of like talking to yourself and like word of affirmations, like it still feels silly to me. I've been trying harder to do it. I think it's silly, but a lot of people like swear by these words of affirmations and just taking the time to like meditate and talk to yourself. So if that is something that works for you, then go ahead and go at it and a conversation with your inner child. Um, and number six is talk to a therapist. Obviously, you would need a therapist who understands this whole concept of inner child, um, I want to say maybe all of them at some extent understand it, but, you know, really just telling your therapist, like, hey, I need to fix little old me so that I can fix big old me, right? So I kind of talked a little bit about the triggers, um, that kind of follow you into adulthood, right? And there are many, many examples, which obviously I can't think of any at the top of my head. Um... But for example, like attachment styles, right? I have talked about how I have an anxious attachment style, which is like way better now than it was before. But I have a fear that people are going to leave me, right? And that comes from essentially being abandoned by my mother and my father in some shape or form at one point or another in my life, right? So I feel like, oh, those were the two people that were supposed to love me, despite everything and they left. So people that just like temporarily come into my life, well, obviously they're going to leave me too, right? So things like that, it is my inner child being triggered, right? Because little old me remembers that abandonment. So now as an adult, I have carried that on. And now I fear that every adult that comes into my life is going to abandon me. Like I said, it is a lot better now (laughs) than it was before. Um, I used to freak out when I first started dating my husband and he is very patient with me and has always been very reassuring that he will not leave me. Um, But like even with like friendships, right? I would always feel that if I got too clingy, if I texted too much, if I called too much, if I, I don't know, sent you too many memes on Instagram or something like that, you would get annoyed with me and you would leave me. Now, I'm in a place where it's like, okay, if like we can't be on the same level, then like I have no problem saying goodbye. Um, And that is a mentality that I have worked on very, very hard. And it's a very recent thing, right, where I am okay with people walking in and out of my life and it doesn't affect me as much. But these triggers um, come from my inner child and those wounds that I have from being a child. Some things that I've noticed that trigger my inner child now. Um, watching my husband play with my daughter. Yeah. Like, I-, I will watch them play, and my husband, like, every day, every day, will give her, even if it's just like five minutes at the end of the day before bedtime, he will give him he- her his um undivided attention and will play with her. And I'll be in my bedroom usually and I'll be, like, reading or something, and I can hear them because Logan's bedroom is across the hall from us. And um, he will just be, like, full-blown, like, animated. I don't even know what the hell they play, <laughs> but they are, like, super into it. And there are some times where, like, my inner child gets a little bit triggered. And I'm like, mm. well, I wish that I had a dad like that that would play with me, Right. Um, when my mom used to play with Logan or give Logan like love and affection, right? Which is something that she, or at least I don't really remember her doing to me as a child or even as a baby. Um, and that used to trigger my inner child. It it was like, why didn't you do that for me? Like, right? Why didn't you hug me or, or kiss me or like play with me like I don't remember any of that another thing that triggers my inner child nowadays is when I have friends that talk about like having good relationships with their parents um yeah that triggers my inner child because it's like uh why couldn't I have that right and that that's just like little old me like being sad that like I don't have that or that I didn't have that And I think it's um, very important to point out, like, the difference between jealousy and a trigger. Um, how, How would I explain it? So jealousy would obviously come from, like, being, like, envious, right? And at some point, like, being hatred and just, like, that consuming you. A trigger is more so, like... It's just like a prick, <laughs> I would say, right? It's just like a like you get a shot. It's just like you feel that one little pain and you're just like, ow, yeah, that hurts. But then like you just kind of let it go. Or I've learned to just like let these triggers go because I understand that they are triggers. I understand that it's little old me feeling sad and, and initially feeling sorry for myself. And I think that that for a very long time was like confusing for me because I kept thinking like, why am I so jealous of this? And why am I so jealous of that? But you know, I- I've learned that it's not jealousy. It's just a trigger. It's things that I wanted or things that I lacked as a child that now when I see them, it stings. It's like, oh, right. But I haven't let those triggers consume me like jealousy would, right? Because I think like with jealousy comes like some sort of sense of like revenge and like vengeance. And you're just like, ah, I hate you for having this that I didn't have. But with triggers, it's more so like, oh man, that sucks. I didn't have that. But like, okay, I'm going to move past that. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to tell my little old self that I am okay, that I am safe and that I am still loved whether I had that or I didn't. I hope that makes sense. I don't know. It makes sense in my head. (laughs) Again, guys, remember when I record these things, I literally am talking out of my ass and I don't really know if I'm making much sense. It makes sense in my head. So hopefully it makes sense to someone else's head. Um, I think that my inner child is emotionally wounded. I have an emotionally wounded inner child, which would be emotionally and mentally injured, neglected, or even abused in childhood. Now, I wasn't physically abused, but I was definitely mentally abused and emotionally abused. Um, And I carry that. I've done a lot better, but I definitely carry that into my adulthood. And it's taken me a while to figure out all of these triggers and why it is that they bother me so much from time to time. Now, I didn't figure these triggers out like... Very quickly, or like you know, very fast, it took me a really long time um, to understand why certain things were upsetting me and why certain things were upsetting me to like a certain level, right? Um, and I'll share a little story. I had a friend who we used to be really, really, really good friends, and she moved out of the country, and you know, obviously, different time zones. I'm a mom. Like, jobs and everything. Like, we weren't able to talk as much as, like, we used to. And I'm okay. I was okay with that. And I guess she was okay with that. I'm not, I'm not really sure. But, um, she decided to make a trip down to the States. And, um, she gave me two dates. And she was going to be here for a few months. And she gave me two dates as to when she could come and see me. And, I was upset and I was annoyed. I was just like, "Bro, you're going to be here for months and you're giving me 2 days? Like 2 days to see you? Like I can't do either one of those days." And I and I couldn't. I truly couldn't do any two of those days cuz honestly, I forgot what was going on. It was so like it was a while ago. And I was just so mad. Like I was so upset. And my husband's just like, She's making the effort to come and see you, right? Like she could have given you like no days. And I'm just like, no, like how dare she only give me two days when she's here for months, right? And I was like super high fixated over this like two dates, right? Out of like months. And so I went into my little abyss of my bathroom, right? Where I go and I cry and I figure things out away from everyone, away from my husband. And I realized why I was so triggered, I wasn't mad. I wasn't upset. I mean, yes, obviously, but I was triggered because it reminded me of my mom. And no, it wasn't like my mom only gave me two dates to see her or anything like that. It it went a little bit beyond that. It was more so that like my mom wouldn't make the time or the effort to try and see me. So all of this was just reminding me of my mom. Like it, it... Her giving me two dates out of the months was triggering my inner child because I was like, what? Like, I'm only important for you to give me two dates out of all these months. But really, it was like little old me who was triggered because it reminded me of my mom and me like at some points in my life, like only seeing my mom for like a few minutes like, at a time in, like, weeks, maybe, because she was always so busy and, like, prioritizing other things other than spending time with me. Had I not been on this healing journey, I would have been extremely pissed at my friend, probably taking a lot lot of it out on her, right? Um... Because I probably would have gone off and been like, what the hell? Like, how the heck are you only going to give me two dates out of all these months? Blah, 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 blah. And like started this big old fight, this big old ordeal that like really has absolutely nothing to do with her, right? That has to do with me. My friend was not responsible for my trigger. In fact, nobody is responsible for your triggers but you. And I will definitely be making an episode on like... You being responsible for your for your own triggers and in kind of little I guess tips or I don't know, ways that I have learned to figure out like why my triggers trigger me and what I do when I am triggered so that the problem doesn't escalate because obviously this person that you're having this argument with is the the reason why you're triggered, like they have no idea why you're triggered, right? They just think you're being an over dramatic overly obsessive or something kind of person um and they're probably gonna think you're crazy right but most of the time it's because there's some sort of trigger that has hit you and it is hitting something deeper than like the initial problem as it is but obviously that is a conversation for another day because I don't want to make this a super long episode um but your inner child um My challenge to everyone, just like within this week, is to spend some time with your inner child. Whatever it is that works for you. If you have kids or have access to kids, um, spend some time playing with them and like really like playing and engaging with them. Because I know like sometimes even me, like I can half-ass playing with my daughter, okay? I am a human and sometimes I need a break and... She wants to play, and I'm just like, "Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm, 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 right? But, I mean, like, truly, 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 like, take the time to fully engage and, like, play with the child – or go in like some place that you used to go as a child and you have like good memories from or maybe even bad memories if you want to go ahead and dig into those. But um, I would suggest at first just going to a place that you maybe you used to visit. It's like a child and you have some good memories and you can kind of go back and reminisce and, and be happy and just remind your inner child and remind yourself like, oh, like, you know, you, you are loved, like regardless of what happened, like you are loved and, and you are safe and you're loved with me and you're safe with me. Um, Or talk to your inner child if you're one of those people. I am not or I am not yet one of those people. I'm working on it. I'm not there yet. But um, if you want to take the time to like sit in a quiet room, maybe, maybe read a book or just take the time to like meditate or put your hand over your heart. I don't know. And, and just like Talk to your inner child and talk to your little old self that is still subconsciously there and tell them like, hey man, I'm so proud of you. Like, look at where we are now. Look at how far you've come. You know, that little child of yours is wounded inside and is still stuck in that pain, in that hurt, in that deep, deep trauma. That's all that little child knows. So it's your job To get it out of there. It's your job to show them like, hey, we made it. We made it past that. I know that at that point in time, it felt like nothing was ever going to be good. It felt like nothing, like, felt like we were never going to survive. Like, how are we going to get out of this? But look at us now. Look at where we are now. I think it's important to remind ourselves of how far we've come. Because sometimes we get so caught up in like, our to-do lists, that we don't really look at what we've already done, right? Like, again, we're always worried on the future and what's there for tomorrow, but we don't really realize, like, how far we've come and where we are today. So take that time to connect with your inner child, and I promise you and I can assure you that you will start to learn to figure out your triggers, and you will start to learn why certain things upset you and why certain things upset you so much and just start giving that inner child that love that it never received. I realize that you're probably going to hear that last sound bit with some like sound ruffles because as I was saying that I was like rubbing my heart. <laughs> I, I'm obviously practicing some inner child healing right right here at this moment as I'm saying this uh, because I'm proud of myself, right? Like 13-year-old me never would have thought that I would be here sharing my story to other people to help other people heal so like I am proud of myself and I was I was taking that I was selfishly taking that moment to heal my inner child while I'm teaching you guys how to do it um but I'm gonna go ahead and just kind of wrap this one up this is going to be a very long maybe multiple step series because I'm still learning and I still need to do it and I got a long road ahead of me but With that being said, I do hope that you have a good rest of your day or night, depending on when you're listening to this. And don't forget to live your life, love your life, and love your anxiety.